Welcome to Pivot Point. I'm Nathan. And I'm Chris. The podcast where two friends work their way through Tony Robbins' self-help book, Awaken the Giant Within, where every week we talk about how we intend to create lasting change, working our way through the book one chapter a week. We are using this journey as our pivot point to take immediate control of our mental, emotional, physical, and financial destinies. And here we go, chapter six, how to change anything in your life, the science of neuroassociative conditioning, or as we'll probably refer to it as NAC, N-A-C. We talked about it a little bit last week, but, uh, and it built up to this whole process that basically all of Tony Robbins' career is built on, it sounds like. <laughs> basically. So if you, I mean, if you Google NAC and Tony Robbins, it's, it'll go all the way back to well, this book was in the 90s, right? So it'll go back before then. It's kind of crazy. Hmm. I tried to find some stuff, but I couldn't necessarily that lined up with this. So Yeah. So we talked a little bit about it, but uh, you had mentioned that you weren't sure about how some of this worked or how you felt about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess we might as well get right into it. I uh, <laughs> I, uh, I read the chapter, and uh, I read it while I was watching Anthony Bourdain, BTW, and uh, there could not oh. be two more opposite individuals on this planet. I mean, RIP, but could not have been two more opposite people than <laughs> Anthony Bourdain and Tony Robbins, but... Uh, I, uh, maybe that added to the skepticism as I was reading, but I had a lot of trouble, like, trying to figure out what, what was going on, I guess. Cause I, you know, I, I'm sure I probably have some behaviors in my life that I could probably do to stop doing, you know, it would probably help me. Um, but that's not really why I wanted to read this book. That's not the kind of things that I wanted to do. And it seemed like a major focus of this chapter was stopping things. That's not what I want. Yeah. I have some things that I want to, I I probably should stop, I guess. Um, But I'm much more interested in starting something. Um, And I don't know how to apply this concept to that. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't read into that. Like, I just looked at it as my, both of my things were starting. So or the two things that I thought of like instantly, I actually had the hardest part with step one on what do you want to do or what do I want to, or what do I want? I guess that's the, that's the question. It says, what do I want? So yeah, he did talk a lot about stopping. So smoking, drinking, uh, <laughs> I forget what a couple of the other things were. So that was, that was a little weird to, when you're trying to be what seems to be like a positive thing, like, Hey, I want to make positive change for, you know, whatever it might be. And then he's talking about stopping something, but so I guess we can, I don't, I don't really know how to do this one because it's kind of weird. The whole chapter is for those of you who haven't read it is him describing the six steps of his knack, that neuroassociative conditioning. And, uh, I, I read it while my whole family was in the living room. Kids were doing homework. My wife was reading. And I every once in a while I would bring something up. I would say something. And it would, 
it was kind of an interesting conversation because it was, I said, you know, what what would you want? And everybody seemed to have a pretty quick and easy answer. Whereas I like, I have no idea. I had a, I had a harder <laughs> problem with figuring out what I wanted, even if it was a change for the positive or, you know, to start something. I, I don't know. And I guess it probably goes all the way back to two episodes ago. We talked about success and what success was. I don't know if that, um, so I, I kind of him hauled around and then finally just started writing ideas out on a piece of paper and came up with a couple, but. So you want me to run through the steps real quick before we get started? Just read them yeah. off? Yeah, that works. Let okay. everybody know what so it his, is. His, uh, his six steps, the knack master steps. Step one, decide what you really want and what's preventing you from having it now. Step two, get leverage. Associate massive pain to not changing now and massive pleasure to the experience of changing now. Step three, interrupt the limiting pattern. Step four, create a new empowering alternative. Step five, condition the new pattern until it's consistent. Step six, test it. So I guess you just want to go at the same time. We'll talk about uh, our, you know, step one, or do you want to go through yours and then me? I I don't know how to do this. Yeah, we could just go through it one by one. I think, you know, we we each bounce back and forth on, on, on step one, and then we'll bounce back and forth on two and three. After three, um, it really doesn't, there's, it's kind of a hard discussion. It seems like without some like definitives or something. I'm not sure. Like he even talks about like, Hey, you, some, some of you may only need steps one through three. Uh, yeah. There are also things that sort of happen like a, further down the line. So yeah, most definitely. So for me on, on step one, what do I want? I, like I said, I had a really hard time with this because like, I, I don't know how to say it, but like things are pretty good. So, you know, like, what do you, like, what do you want? Like, I don't really know what I want. And I, I tried to get my wife to like, tell me what I want. You know, I was like, Hey, what, if you were me, what would you say you want? And that doesn't work just like (laughs) any other goal or, or venture in life. You have to do it on your own as well. So I came up with two. They're, they're two of the ones we talked about in episode one as well, or, or two. And it was the first one was like health and fitness. And then the other one was, and, and you and I talked about it this past week a little bit, was being a, uh, let's go with like starting a business for one, but the second part of that is being a thought leader in an industry, and specifically the industry of like IT or customer service. So looking at those two and trying to figure out which one I wanted to talk about tonight and really deep it dive into, and health and fitness is one that he talks about multiple times in all the chapters that we've read, one through six, of just modeling somebody else. Physical fitness is just that. I just got to model somebody else. So I kind of jumped over to the business and thought leader side, and uh, I went with that. So it was uh, becoming a thought leader within the IT customer service realm. That's what I want. <laughs> I, don't know if this is rec- <laughs> I don't know if this is recency effect because we talked about it this week. Or yeah, I knew uh, this would happen. Actually, I didn't text yeah. you specifically because I knew <laughs> this was going to happen. So go, uh, right, go with your number one. What do you want? So I wrote the same thing, um, essentially, to 
to write a successful side business, uh, to run a successful side business uh, as a business consultant, um, specifically in IT. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, ideally, what I would, what I really want is for it not to be a side business, for it to be my primary business. Um, but right now, um, you know, being realistic, that's that's the one that I am gravitating towards. It's, I was thinking about it all week, I, and then I read the chapter, and I was like, oh, man, this is it. But I will add, no, I won't. Never mind. Let's go. <laughs> what were we going to add? So I, uh, we've talked about this before. I had another uh, idea for, um, for a, like a side business. And I, I yeah. don't know that I'm even the right person to execute this business, but I read page 125 probably seven times, not because there's anything interesting on it, just because I kept like looping up through it because I kept getting distracted by the idea of running this particular side business. And I'll, I might as well just say it because no one's doing it now. It's unlikely anyone's going to take it. <laughs> yeah. um, Seven people listened to the last yeah, episode. So yeah, exactly. Be... <laughs> you know, creating a uh, something like a, I don't even know what you would call it. I do know what you would call it because I already looked at the URLs and everything else. It's not important. Uh, something course, like lasting, course, yeah. calling it like lasting memories or something like that, where I would have essentially go into people's uh, grandparents, aunts, uncles, the, the older people in their family and interview them essentially you, you know record their life story in audio and video format and then provide that to them um there's not as far as i know there's not anybody in our area or anyone at all doing something like that and i think people in our generation would be really interested to have that and have that documented um because it seems like our generation is much more interested in preserving the past and bringing it back and understanding where they came from you can look at the rise of ancestry or any of the other DNA things. Um, yeah, it's a natural curiosity to know what, or want yeah. to know what's going on in your past. So I kept For thinking sure. about that one, but it's not the one that I wrote down. And I only did it because I don't know that I'm the right person to do that. Um, it sounds to me like a business that could be successful, but I don't know that I'm... I don't know that I'm the right person to, to execute that. So, anyways, that, that was kind of a, a rabbit trail. Why, why wouldn't you be? I don't know that I'm that good at talking to strangers. I, I've i gotten better at it. You're not good at, at it, or you haven't challenged yourself at it to, like, All do right, it. okay. This is what we're going to do? Yeah. Well, All right. This is exactly what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly I don't, you're it. right. I this have is, no idea. This is leverage right here. <laughs> this is leverage. Uh, I have no idea if I would be good at it because I've never even tried it. Um, I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe I should. Well, so what's it? What's it cost if you did do it? Like actual monetary well, cost. What would it cost? I would need a. I would need. At least a camera and a fancy microphone. So you know, a camera and a fancy microphone. So <laughs> let's let's assume. Oh yeah, looks like you definitely have a camera. Yeah, and yeah, I do. Microphone you're talking on right now. Yeah. So cost would be none. Uh, nothing. Just a Saturday. The the cost would be me yeah. putting myself so out there time. to to 
to get somebody to let me do you know it wouldn't even be that i have grandparents that i could use hmm but are they far away <clears throat> no they're they're not far yeah. away yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't like this anymore. I don't. I changed my <laughs> mind about this whole this thing. It's all over. Episode six is where it ends. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, no, but for real. So, if you were to do it, what do you think? It'll, what would happen? Like, if you were to call up grandma or grandpa, bring all your stuff over, make it awkward for a couple hours. What's the What's the emotion that you think you would feel if that happened? I don't know. It would probably be hard because I don't think I've ever had that kind of conversation with my grandparents. I mean, I've heard stories here and there, but, you know, I've never heard, like, the whole story. And, right. you know, I'm, I guess when I talk to people, I, I don't have a problem, like, asking those types of questions. You know, when they say something, I, I don't have a problem necessarily, like, prying for more details. But I don't, I don't know. I was going to say that I would feel awkward talking on, on a recording, but here we are, yeah. six episodes in. I'm really running out of excuses on this one. I kind of <laughs> wish I hadn't brought it up. Right, yeah. I'm kind of wishing we didn't start this, because then uh, it's a, the, the turntables will turn, as Michael <laughs> Scott says. So I'm just trying to waste time, hoping we hit a time. So, okay, so here's go. my thing. I So say that's the one that I use for this exercise. What is the... Maybe you can explain it to me better because I didn't really... How do I create leverage on myself to to do something like that? You know, diet and exercise, that one always sounded easy to me. The smoking one sounded yeah. easy to me. Like oh, yeah. creating leverage in those instances is easy because you can associate physical pain to those activities. Okay. What, so let's take, a, let's take an idea that you and I have both talked about multiple times. And uh, let's go with the monthly subscription for a notebook or some sort of planner or a type of notebook what does it feel like how do you feel knowing that something like log and jotter exist or uh you know i I don't know like bullet journal something that we knew about yeah three years ago probably when uh i think his name's carol when he was let's call it beta testing bullet journal we knew Mm -hmm. about it and we're doing it um, I sent you a screenshot, never got a reply, but I sent you a screenshot of, he has a world tour. Uh, if people aren't familiar with bullet journal, bullet journal is a very simplistic system of keeping your to-do lists in a notebook and some collections and certain ways to organize your stuff. Uh, it's something we've been doing for years. Uh, I'll say it again. He's doing a world tour of his book that he had a book deal from. So, yeah. How's that make you feel? It's not great. How does that make you feel knowing that, like... The Log and Jotter one is the one that hurts the most. Because you and I... Yeah. uh, We had that whole thing planned out, essentially. And... Yeah. I don't know why we decided that we weren't going to do it. Um, Phenomenal company, by the way. Yeah. And... Log and Jotter. Great, great company. I, had, I subscribed to them. I I just googled to try to find the launch date. I can't I can't find it off the top of my head. But you know, at least three years ago, you and I had this exact same conversation about starting the exact same oh, business, yeah. and decided that one or whatever reason it wasn't going to be successful or we couldn't do it. 
or we were just we couldn't too figure lazy. out how to fold them and cut them right. That's what it was. That's oh man. Folding and cutting <laughs> was the difficulty. Yeah. So, but that's, they're doing it. So they they must have found it. That was the thing. The technology yeah. the technology wasn't there yet. So. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> But for real though, so that's just like one goofy idea, and it, and it might have been goofy for us. Uh, worked out great for them, but like when I when I think of those things, it's like that. Like at first, it's a oh ha ha look at that, and you get a little jealous. Then years later, as you continue to write down ideas and think of things, you go, or or I would say stuff like oh whatever, like I couldn't do it, and then now it's like legit. Kind of hurts, like, like mentally. Yeah. When I hear stuff and you're like, ah, shit. Should have like, done that. Why didn't I do that? Like, I yeah. And uh, joking around, talking to my wife today, and she knows I'm going to say stuff because she already preemptively says, like, you're probably going to bring that up in the podcast. <laughs> but she said, uh, I said, I told her about, uh, I think his name's Ryder Carroll or something like that, the bullet yeah. journal guy. And she's like, yeah. Cause he did it, like that's what that's how it works. Like if you just continue to do the same thing, like eventually it's going to hit. So I guess that's how I took all of this. That's my long answer to tell you. That's how I took these six steps. Was like, hey, let's make that that leverage that terrible feeling in your gut when somebody's like, hey, did you see? There's a new subscription for <laughs> notebooks, or that one person that you thought would like make fun of you walks out with a notebook, right? Because we've both seen that already. Yeah. That one or two people, you're like, ah, oh, that's that's who would make fun of me. Like, it matters in our like, lives. At all. Like, it matters yep. 20 years from now. But, so that's how I took it. So your your leverage that's why is, I say, like, what, is the, the pain that you feel seeing other people succeed, essentially. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, one of the questions I wrote down was, what will I miss out in life if I don't change now? So if I don't start trying to become a thought leader in the IT uh, customer service realm, if I don't do that now, which is something I'm absolutely capable of doing, uh, what what type of uh, what would I miss out on? And as I said a couple episodes ago, I don't know where my military career is going to go with any type of medical thing. I don't know anything. None of us do, right? Right. So I would hate to not start that now. And then six years, six months, ten years, ten years, whatever it might be, look back and go, man, if I'd have started that, it would have been a really good opportunity for me to go whatever, blank, consult, speak, uh, go get another job. Even if it's just a stupid blog, it's uh, it's still something. It's another another thing out there with my name on it. Yeah. So I looked at that. I looked at the pain side. I actually did a 2A and a 2B because he very quickly, and I think it's only one paragraph at the end of step two, but he talks about the pleasure side of it. And I took that as well. And I jumped over into that and said, you know, what, doing it, what happens? You know, what's the, what's the positive side to it? And it would be, you know, I, I just, these are some things that I wrote down, but it would be a higher potential, um, being a subject matter expert feels good. You know, when you walk into a room and you felt it before and you know that somebody's going to ask you 
a consultive question about a very specific yeah. uh, subject, yep. and you know you're going to know the answer, that feels really good. Yeah. So uh, I'd really like to feel that and uh, really push it to the limit. Yeah. I remember at Monday, one of my first jobs, we had brought in a lean consultant, and I was 20... Oh, man, I couldn't have been 22 at the time. And I was in school still and still trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And just watching that guy and the respect that he commanded in the room, not not like right. demanded, yeah. but was just natural. I was like, I want to be that guy. Like, someday. I don't know what I'm going to – I don't even know what about. But I remember thinking to myself, like, I want to be in his shoes And I think what happens for some of those people that say like, oh, I didn't mean for this to get this big. Then I think what happens is they, like they, cause they just naturally got into it. And I think that's where, I mean, both of these subjects that we both talked about, your uh, legacy idea and then the, uh, the consulting slash uh, thought leader in, in an industry, easily done just as a slow moving uh, I don't. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, they have could, high potential with very easily done. You know, methodical every week. I mean, we do this podcast, and we've talked about it a bunch. But this is one of our good things right now. Like, yeah, this is our leverage. Yeah, and it's it, it's those both of those are are organic steps for us. You know, as we both right. exist in that space already. You know, we both function in that that IT realm. We're I mean, not to toot our own horn, but we are very good at what we do and uh, observing problems, solving problems. Those are both things that we excel at. And then, you know, uh, even going on to the, the idea of the legacy thing, it's it's a natural transition from this. It's it's not that big of a leap. So both of those are organic steps forward in our career paths that wouldn't take a lot of effort. Oh, Yeah. So let's jump over to step three. Uh, it's uh, interrupting the thought pattern, or sorry, interrupting the limiting pattern. So what's the limiting pattern that we have now? <laughs> Lack of action. Because what I think is crazy, yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> what I think is crazy is like, uh, so when you got ready for tonight and you and you started setting up to, to do this, what did your family do? Like, what did they... How did they look like they felt or, and I'll say, make it easier, like compared to week one. So the kids are in bed. Uh, so they don't yeah. even think about it. My wife, I came in a little bit early because I had a couple of things I wanted to get, uh, look up before we started. And so yeah. I, I came in here a little bit early and she's like, where are you going? I was like, oh, I'm going to do the podcast. And she's like, oh, it's early. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah. And she's like, Okay that was it. Like that was the end of the conversation because I came in here, right. you know, 15 minutes early instead of right at eight o'clock. So yeah, nothing. It's, so since 2004, nah, about 2015, I'd say we've been talking about doing a different type of podcast for all different things. How many times have we talked about like, well, for real, like it, I just real busy. <laughs> Every time it was always you know, the excuse. Like, yeah, I was like super busy. I can't do it. Um, when are we going to do it? I don't know. You know, like 
like legit, I'm like, hey, he's just setting up for the. I don't even say it. I just start doing it, right. like setting up the microphone, setting everything up, and everybody's like, mm, okay. And I shut the door and lock it, and then that's it. Like, there's no. So I, I guess that's where I'm get. What I'm getting at is like, I want to treat this thought leader passion just like that, where I can sit down with a laptop and somebody's like, what are you doing? I'm writing, and then it's over. Yeah. There's not like a, oh, why are you doing that? What are you? It's just a accepted. At a certain time, I guess. I don't know how to say it, but you get what I'm. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, are, you, are you able to put it a little different? I, I no, I understand completely what you're saying. Like, I mean, part of part of my hesitation of doing all this has always been like, you know, it, is my wife gonna make fun of me? Like, you know, on the in the back of my head, my <laughs> wife loves me very much, and like we, yeah. it it would never become a thing. But like, I still don't want my wife to make jokes about it. So like I always worried that that was right. going to become a thing. She doesn't. She doesn't even care. To be totally honest, like it's, <laughs> this is like a blip on the radar of her life. I disappear for forty five minutes at eight o'clock on Sundays, and then it's over. But I made such right. a huge deal out of it, and I, yeah, and it. I don't know. Looking back now, it was so easy to interrupt that that pattern, because like it was a five minute conversation that spurred this whole podcast. Like, ah, you know, we should read that book. You know what we should do? We should do a podcast about it. And then we actually did it. So, like. Right. So, what's the, what What else do you think is limiting? So, for me, obviously, uh, just lack of action is, is a big one. Um, the other one for me is, like, fear of, fear of selling, I guess, uh, is one. Even even on the Etsy thing where it was like totally anonymous and, you know, no one saw my face or knew who I was, there was right. still that fear of like putting myself out there. Um, and uh, I, I I don't know what to do about that exactly. You, we had the, I don't know if you remember this, but you had sent me a podcast. It was one of Tony Robbins' podcasts, but they had interviewed a guy who was talking about like exercises you can do to like make yourself more comfortable oh, yeah. being uncomfortable a little bit more vulnerable yeah or comfortable and it yeah. was essentially like walking into starbucks and asking for 10 percent off or asking if you could have somebody's newspaper at the at the airport just weird little things that you wouldn't normally do but would require like a lot of vulnerability to like an awkwardness to walk up to somebody and say hey can i have a 10 percent discount at starbucks like you know right so maybe that's the key to to do it, because his little exercise about like envisioning it and this, I, I, all I could picture was like the scene from Pinocchio where he's in the in the roller coaster and it wasn't working for me at all. So I don't I don't know. To me, I I uh, for me my one of my limiting and one of my like the things that I need to stop is the. In this particular thing, this is the IT customer service is, or or just IT help desk management is trying to worry about always being the expert, like knowing everything. And so it's there's always going to be somebody that knows more. But in, and you and I have both seen like consultants or instructors that are in a in a position that they get paid a lot or they you know they they have a lot of clout. And they don't know that much. Yeah. But nobody's really, like, challenging them. It's because they've just established that that part in the market, you know. 
so it's that's the hard part for me is like when I write an article or if I wrote something or offering to speak somewhere, it's knowing knowing that material good enough that nobody can go, yeah, but what about this? In reality, it would just be, yeah, I, I don't know that. Or, yeah, you could be right. But as you said, like, we've already been successful in a lot of the ventures in most of that. So <laughs> it's really not that hard to associate conversation over to a successful venture or to say, yeah, you're right. I tried that, but this is what happened. It could work in your organization or whatever it might be. So one of so your, really so thinking you think that you're, through, I, Oh, sorry. Oh yeah. Just so just really thinking it through, it's, it's kind of dumb to think about. I mean, like how many people in any company that you've worked at, has somebody come in and they'd be like this, 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 and this, and then they walk out and most of the people just follow along. They don't do anything. They don't, oh, yeah. You know, if they do challenge, it's, it is because that person's wrong. I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, it's a perfectly, like, you're right. When you, like, sit down and write it down and think about it, it's silly. Like, just like, just like my excuse is silly because, you know, I, I try to, I don't know. Yeah. I just talked myself into a wall and I don't have any idea what I was going to say. <laughs> Yeah. So I had something wrote down here because I got about three quarters of the way through the chapter and it really started something sounding like something that you and I are very familiar with and very um, have accomplished, uh, I would say, a fairly amount of, uh, of good things through. And what all of this sounded like was if you were going to start a, a foreign to you, so something you've never done, woodworking project. So number one, what do you want? Hmm. Well, what I want is a bookshelf. Okay. Number two, the leverage. This is what I need to do, or this is the this is going to stop me or or push me to get it done. My wife wants a bookshelf. And then you know three, uh, the limiting behaviors. Okay, what 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 uh, what materials do I have? What you know, power tools do I have? And then four, create a new and empowering alternative. The alternative is you make the dang bookshelf. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we've, we've already done all these. They're very simple if you really think about them. That, that's why I wrote that down. Was it just seemed like very simple. And I was making it super complicated with my legal pad and John <laughs> yeah. Nash-style notes. Now that so. you say that, yeah. Like, it is really simple. And I, I overcomplicated the heck out of this whole thing. And I did it before we even got on here. I had the, the tab open, and I was looking at URLs for uh, all kinds of different things for that thought leader idea. Yeah. And I was like, man, why do I look at it? Like, what I need to be doing is have a tab open and be writing. Yeah. That's what I need to be doing. Or I have a tab open and be recording my own voice talking about something. So that's what uh, – and, and then I guess we can move on to, to number four, creating a new and empowering alternative – the alternative for me is to 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 use these um, to use a schedule, I guess you could say, to group to group these things in to say, okay, if I get this done, and we had kind of talked about it, of saying like, oh, you write this many articles, and I'll write this many, is to to do that, and then to say, okay, and then uh, we call that reward that we're talking about. 
Yeah, there you go. I think that was reward ourselves sort of in the leverage, for doing but, that. Yeah. So. Oh, was it? I don't know. I think so. A lot <laughs> of it sort of started to blend together towards the end. So the the new empowering alternative, that's where he talks about modeling. Uh, he says you you can simply find the answers by modeling people who have turned things around for themselves. Find people who have made the lasting change. I guarantee you you'll find that they have or they had an alternative to the place or to replace old behavior. So it's just taking that old behavior of the hesitancy, the lack of action, and replacing it with action and just confidence overall confidence of doing whatever we need to do yeah i yeah and i think it really is that simple because like i mean we've talked about it multiple times like it it feels good to finally be doing this to finally have after three years of talking about it to finally like actually be doing it and it's just a matter of like reminding yourself of that every time you're like i don't really want to write an article but like that feeling that you get when you're done is it's pretty hard to beat. Yeah, man, I like, I wrote that down for uh, for step two on the positives of the of the you know being being a SME feels good, but overall, it's like doing this feels re- like I really enjoy this. I think I've texted you that multiple <laughs> times. You've texted me yeah. like like we've done that many times. Like take this feeling and and Gary V it like crazy. Yeah. Because I mean, that, that gives him and so many other people that are very outspoken in the in the business world or internet. Uh, I don't know what we call it. Like with their their avatars that are on the internet, basically, they all of them. They just have a passion, and I think it's because they feel that sense of completion, and then they just keep doing it over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like a, I mean, it's like a drug. It's, there's a, there's that hit of, you know, dopamine or whatever that, that you get that hit when you're, when you do it. And it's just a matter of, of just continuing that. Yeah. So we can go in and talk about the, I mean, he talks about for like three pages, uh, dolphins. (laughs) So that makes me feel real good, uh, that it was, uh, comparing me to a training a dolphin <laughs> but it's pretty simple uh hey if i write two articles i get to buy a url i guess that's my fish yeah so yeah that's exactly right so in in this whole thing he uh excuse my paper movement here i get my john nash notes <laughs> but they uh in this whole thing here one of the things he talks about is taking what you're going to do and putting it in the public and and basically saying like, Hey, this is what I'm going to do and laying it all out there so that everybody, everybody knows what's going on. Oh yeah. With the Alpo diet that he talked about. Yeah. 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 Uh, for those that didn't read the book, so I he's think, got an example uh, in the book of a woman who's trying to lose weight and her and her friend have both struggled and they agree that if they don't stick to their diet, that they're both going to eat a whole can of Alpo dog food. And they told all their friends about it so that everybody knew what was going on. And there was no question about, you know, there was tons of accountability that way. So that if they ever fell off the wagon, that they were going to be eating that dog food. Oh, I'm sure there was a ton of people there waiting. Oh, man. I would have been 
And I would have been bringing hoping. in brownies to the office every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Susan, you're going to eat this Alpo. <laughs> so what's our Alpo? What's I mean, it? it's got to be this podcast, right? Like, we can't really... What else is more us laying it on the line than us talking about it out loud, recording it, and putting it on the internet? I right. mean, I don't know. Maybe you want to put it somewhere else, but... Oh, no. This is about as close as... I mean, the seven people yeah. that listen to this, they'll, they'll sure call us. I don't know who they are. I asked all of my family members who I thought were continually listening yeah. to it, and uh, it's not them. So... I appreciate everybody that does listen thanks to this. Thanks for listening. Uh, Do we have Twitter again. or anything that could... Uh, nobody's active oh. on that, because uh, if you remember week one and two, we both talked about getting rid of most of our <laughs> online presence. Yeah. So uh, we have a Twitter, but it's uh, it's basically bunk. Well, thanks for listening, all seven of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the step six is test it. And and I guess that's where we're at. Going through and testing it. Uh, you, utilizing the both variable and fixed schedules of reinforcement to make sure that your, your, your new empowering pattern lasts. So I'm really itching at buying a URL and starting a website. So, so what's, I, what's I would our date? Like to do that. Let's set our date for, what did we say, two articles each or two total? We said two each. I just wrote down on a piece of paper one week, two week, three week, four week. Okay. So uh, each time we come and visit on the podcast, we can give an update to where we are on this this uh, this IT thought leader venture uh, combined, I assume. Yeah, I think, I think so. I think we would, yeah, I think it would be good. So... I think easily you could write a 1,500 words in a week, right? I think so. Do we want to try to do, by next week, we have a full list of potential articles, or do we just want to work on that list as we go? Come on. I, I could write a list right now. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I, like I, honestly, I Googled it already. Yeah. And seriously, if you Google, like, help desk management consulting or help desk management, it's so easy. Like, literally every single article are things that we personally have already done. Yeah. So I think we can establish a list would be one thing. Establish a list of articles that we would want to write and then write one well-written 1,500 to 2,000-word article. By Sunday. By Sunday. Deal. And since I also go way too far, way too soon, <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to leave two, three, and four blank. Because I don't think it's a good idea that we do that. I don't know. You tell me. Nah, let's, uh, yeah. Let's do one each next week. And we'll talk about how hard it was. Maybe we'll end up finding out that it took a lot more time than we thought. We both still have full-time jobs and family, so we need to be, we also need to be realistic, so. Right. Oh, crap. I'm going to do that now. <laughs> do what now? Oh, you actually have to do it? <laughs> the the yeah. writing. i got to write yeah, now. I actually have to research and write and focus, which is all good things. But what would you say the end goal is? I mean, I know we're not talking about weeks two, three, and four, but the end goal, the overall end goal uh, that, as we see it now. 
Because as we all know that you could have a goal of something and we could do this for six weeks and then realize like that's not, shouldn't be the goal. The goal could be whatever, I, building a software of some sort. I mean, in my mind, the goal, like what I foresee is uh, at a minimum 20 articles that we turn into podcasts that we then compile into a book and put it on a website. That's that's what I see, because that puts us at what twenty to thirty thousand words, maybe more, depending on you know each one. Oh yeah, and maybe we end up just giving that book away. I I, I don't know, but uh, that's what I see as goal one. Yeah, because I you know we talked about it we talked like about that. it earlier this week, but I. I look at a lot of forums and sites where people in our industry like go to, and there are not a lot of regular podcasts focused on that sort of things. Definitely not on help desk management. Um, there's some like tech stuff where people talk about tech news and like new security things. But as far as like for managers, there's not a lot. And for books, there's even less. And there are a lot of companies out there with, you know, between two and five IT people that report to somebody who's not an IT manager who has no idea how to run a help desk or how to, you know, properly manage IT people. And that, to me, and lots and lots and lots of companies that don't have that. So, um, in my mind, that's our one of our primary targets with the book because they're not going to seek out an IT podcast, but a book put on their desk or, you know, sent to them in an email would be something that I think they would read. Oh, yeah. And not to mention, uh, I think, a, like, a goal goal two uh, would be to eventually do the consulting and speaking. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I would, yeah. Big businesses, small businesses, whatever. All right, there it is. Next week, we'll establish uh, or, or start the establishment of a list of articles. Uh, write a 1,500 to 2,000-word article by next to Sunday uh, with the overall goal of one of being 20 to 30 articles on a, a podcast and then moving into uh, a book, whereas goal two would be ultimately consulting and speaking on the subject matter. Yeah. Yep. And then both of our wives could make fun <laughs> of us for being yeah. nerds. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> it's out there now. So all seven of you who are listening, hold us accountable for that. Yeah. I know one of them, and he'll text me. He he would definitely text me. He texts me when the audio was bad. He texts me every time. So he's he, he'll, he'll be on Good it. Good deal. Good deal. So, Casey, I'll be waiting <laughs> for your text. Uh... So I know we t- <laughs> we've said this a lot, and I, w- I would love to go back and look at the transcript to see, like, oh, we've talked about, or in the past we've texted, or whatever it might be. But closing this up, have you looked at Chapter 7 and what the name of it is? No, I didn't even look. Go ahead and read that one. Good. Get what you really want. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh. Yeah, so in case you didn't grab that, it's chapter seven, how to get what you really want. So 
I think that's a this is a good start to our journey and our goals, and we're actually getting into some actionable items rather than talking theoretically about stuff. Yeah. And I actually don't feel like a fool anymore talking on a on a microphone yeah, in a bedroom. Yeah, it's becoming a lot more so, natural. That kind of feels good. So. So I set up my little closet setup again for the sixth time, and I was like, "How many episodes do I have to do yeah. before I can justify building a little studio in my garage?" Like, <laughs> yeah. Ten, twelve. I thought that as well because I want one of those little right? arms that has like the yeah. springy things. Yeah. Uh, I. But I didn't want to ruin it because I knew as soon as I bought one, we'd just yeah. stop doing I it. I just don't want to sit on the floor so. anymore. That's the thing. I guess I could wheel a chair in here, but that is. That's got to be positive. I am not on the floor. Uh, yeah. Nope. Well, I think that covers everything. We've got uh, Now we have stuff we need to do. Um, I didn't see how long Chapter 7 was. It doesn't seem... I didn't look. Everything seems to be... Oh, there's some good exercises in there. Yeah, it's 25 pages long, 26 pages long, so... It should be exciting. I'm excited, like uh, like I like I was for the beginning of this. I'm excited for the next thing, and to continue on yeah, doing this. Definitely, because uh, it's really what I was looking for in this whole thing was some some takeaways, some some things that say I would say I'm going to do yeah, that for sure. Yeah, that was like so, the main reason for reading the book. So, right, it's good to know that we're finally getting there. Yep. All right, sir. Well, I guess I will talk to you next week. Yeah, we'll see you later. <laughs>